What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. This is Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. This podcast is sponsored in part by our friends at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Visit swibbits.edu to find out more about what God is doing on Seminary Hill. Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman, how are you doing today? Well, Matt, we are um, now officially into the baseball postseason, and while my Rangers aren't there, I know your Astros are, um, and the best news of all, hallelujah, the Yankees have been eliminated. Pray, praise the Lord. Glory to God. So, what is so, so that, wonderful for me is that Dave Miller's Yankees, they're out. Yep. Bart Barber's Cardinals, they out. That's true. Yeah. They're and out. I really, I really want the Astros and the Dodgers in the World Series. That's yeah. what I long for. I'm Ooh. living for. I am praying for day and night. So, yes. Well, well my, uh, my, my prediction was that the Brewers would beat the Yankees. So, so that's not going to happen. But I'm still, I'm all in on the Brew Crew until, until yeah. they're out. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. We'll see I what like happens. The, the beer yeah. man for the Brew Crew. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll send that to uh, but, uh, but Kyle, I'm glad you're doing well. Things are good here. We had our first pastor appreciation coffee at, which is what I'm calling it. And it is because each time it is at another coffee shop uh, because Collin County, I think we talked about this before, is giant and yep. kind of has four areas uh, sort of circled around Wiley, Saxe, you know, the McKinney area, Plano, Allen. And then, of course, the rural towns over in Farmersville area, Josephine, Blue Ridge, all of that, then up north with Salina. And so you're asking somebody, in our case, to go from Salina all the way down to Allen to something, and it's an hour or more drive in rush hour and all of that kind of stuff. And so I just decided uh, that I'm going to go to them. And so we broke it up into four, and we had our first one back on Tuesday and uh, had seven or eight people that came. And what was really cool is we had a new guy uh, relatively new to the pastorate. We also had a guy that had retired after 40 or 50 years and everything in between. And, uh, so it was, it was really neat to see in the room, we had rented a room at armor coffee in Allen in that little room. Uh, like I said, we had a denominational guy. Uh, we had a state convention guy. We had a former state convention guy, all, all different types of people in that room. And I didn't have to start anything. Like we just talked. And I shared with them, there's no agenda, nothing other than we're just here to love on you, appreciate you, encourage you, all that kind of stuff. And we had a great talk. So it was really, really cool. And one of the neat things that came out of that talk was uh, one of the guys shared about baptizing an 87-year-old man on mm -hmm. Sunday and in kind of the whole story behind it. And one, the guy really freaking out once he was in the the baptistry like thought he was going to fall and never get up again and so it was it was interesting it was a fun story god is really moving in that church but god is also moving uh in kentucky uh where we saw on the baptist press there was a small kentucky church of course that's going to trigger mark clifton uh it's a normative normal uh, kentucky size. <laughs> church. uh and uh, they saw 50 
three baptisms in the pandemic. And, and 53 baptisms in any year in really any size church is a great thing to celebrate. But certainly in the pandemic, uh, that was just really cool because a n- number of folks were struggling and all of that. And just to hear a church that is thriving and ministering to their community in incredible ways, I thought was super encouraging to me. What What are some of your thoughts as you looked at that? Yeah, I mean, so this is a church of uh, around 150 people. So, so very normative. Um, they, they, uh, baptized 31 people so far this year in 2021 and then 22 in 2020. That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of numbers back and forth, right? So 31 in, in 20, 22 in, no, 31 in 21, 22 in 20. I mean, that's just, that is fantastic. And then they had another 72 members join in addition to the baptisms. And yeah. so, um, I mean, man, that's a, that is a revitalization uh, celebration right there. Right. And, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's fantastic, uh, to see God moving in, uh, in this case, it's a foul mouth, foul mouth. I, I would assume that foul mouth. Oh, let's go with foul mouth. <laughs> We're just going to roll with it. Foul mouth. Foul mouth. Fa- foul mouth. Down right there. Uh, foul, <laughs> foul mouth, Kentucky. Um, and, uh, and, and really a great story because this, this community was uh, devastated by a flood in uh, 1997. Um, and so it's, it's a place that's been hit hard a couple of times. Uh, but, but obviously God is, is moving and, uh, man, what a, what a cool story. Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes. Cause you definitely want to read that and, and be encouraged by this uh, story that the Baptist press ran. For sure. Our, uh, our focus today is for any pastor, any staff member, any church minister, uh, just to be encouraged. Uh, Every year, you know, around October, that is a couple of things. One, it is usually our anniversary for the show. We launched it at the end of October a few years ago. And uh, it's also Pastor Appreciation Month. And in reality, that's why we started this podcast in the first place, was just to encourage guys in the trenches of gospel ministry, wherever they are, really big city, small city, uh, you know, big church, small church, just anybody that's serving Jesus. We just want to encourage you, uh, walk through ministry together. And so in this October, uh, we also know is Pastor Appreciation Month. So it's perfect timing for that. And I recently wrote an article for Lifeway Research that Kyle is going to steal for the replant blog as well. So it'll be there soon. Uh, but uh, it was 10 ways to bless your pastors. And it comes to with some assumptions that need to be made that you, you know, it's certainly encouraging you to love on and encourage your pastors year round to pray for them, all of that kind of stuff. But in this month, it's just a good time to just love on them, remind them that you see them, you care about them, uh, you're grateful for them in specific ways. And that leads into the first thing to pound them with affirmation. All right. We, we, you know, maybe in the small rural churches, you, you have pastor poundings, which, you know, shocked me the first time that I saw it. I didn't quite know what it was, uh, but that's when you give them, you know, canned foods, you know, all of the toiletries and things that maybe it's a little expensive to get when you first come to a place that they just pound you with this stuff, and it's great. I'm encouraging people to just pound your pastor with affirmation, and so encourage them. You know, you can have key leaders gathering up some cards or, or you know, whatever, but just encourage them intentionally this month share with them specific things you know like i think you would agree that when somebody comes up after the service and says you know great sermon matt i appreciate that 
I love even better and even more when it's thank you when you said blank or when you said this, it really encouraged me to do this, you know, where you're really knowing that you're hearing the sermon, that you're responding to the sermon and how it's impacting your life. Quick thoughts on uh, the affirmation thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I would follow that up with maybe, you know, as you mentioned, sometimes uh, pastors get a pounding when they, when they first show up. Uh, but, but I think maybe year two, year three, doing another one, um, you know, whether that's a pounding of, you know, like you said, encouragement cards, um, you know, pastors always appreciate gift cards to restaurants and stuff like that. Um, if you could organize something like that, maybe kind of out of the ordinary from a normal pastor appreciation, um, just go, go above and beyond to make sure you, your pastor knows that he is appreciated. And I would say his family to let them know that his, that, that his family is appreciated as well. I think you get to that um, later on, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, this this past weekend, I was in Kansas and I preached a sermon that I called Dear Pastor uh, from a passage in First Thessalonians. And we walked through being a good church member, being a good Christian uh, were my two points. But it was kind of on the occasion of Pastor Appreciation Month. And I used it to affirm him and encourage the church to uh, affirm him as well. And at the very end, uh, I mentioned about pounding, you know, the like like this thing. And I said, now your job today is to pound him with a hundred dollar bills and uh, let's pray. And so, so anyway, no, you don't have to really do that. It doesn't always have to be expensive. And that was one of the keys of this deal is there, there were big asks in this, uh, you know, this article and also some, some small meaningful things. And that would go to the second one, like take off one of their hats, uh, you know, and we're not talking about a literal hat unless they're wearing it in the sanctuary in their name is Kyle Bierman. Uh, but your pastor probably wears a number of hats. At Mayhill, I was the web guy. I would be setting up the sound. I would be turning on all of the sound equipment. I'd be turning on the computers. I'd be turning on the coffee makers and the lights and opening up, closing up, turning on the air, all of that kind of stuff. And that was just on on Sunday. And then the rest of the week is doing all of these other things because you know, as a small church, we didn't have a whole lot of volunteers. And, uh, and so one of the things you can do is think about some of the things that your pastor does during a regular week uh, that may not really be preaching and teaching. Uh, like, is he folding the bulletins? Uh, is he having to, you know, get there early to turn on, you know, the air conditioning or unlock the doors? Like, there's small things like that, uh, that not just for the month of October, but maybe for a year, uh, just agree that, hey, Kyle, for, for the next 12 months, I am going to fold the bulletins. I am going to, you know, help with the Facebook. I'm going to help set up the live stream. I'm going to help do whatever it is. Something that your pastor's doing that's not really preaching and teaching and so forth. Just do it for a year. And I suspect you might even like it, number one. Your pastor is going to appreciate it, number two. And, and you may help other members see all of these extra things that the pastor does that really you know, it's not on his job description. It's just things that have to happen for the church to go on and, and may get some other people to come and help take off a hat. Kyle? Yeah, and especially in a normative sized church, we've talked about this before. Um, the pastor needs to be a resourceful generalist, right? Meaning um, if, if something needs to be done, there's no one else to do it. The pastor is, is the guy to do it. Um, but not 
um, perpetually, right? Not, not always and forever. Like there, there are some things that, that you can hand off. And, and a lot of times pastors are not the best about asking for help and things. I, I think, right. So sometimes we just assume I'm maybe, you know, I'm the one getting the paycheck. So, um, I, I need to be there to do it. But, uh, as Matt said, you can really, really bless your pastor. If, uh, you see something, you know, Hey, I can show up 30 minutes early to turn on thermostats and unlock the doors, uh, so that he, he can spend maybe a few minute, more minutes in prayer or, or in that kind of last minute looking over his sermon. Um, or even in, you know, and as, as we did before early morning counseling appointments or something like that, when people walk in and need to talk. And so, yeah, anything you can do to take, um, a hat off of your pastor to, to uh, ease the burden that, that he bears, that is fantastic. And we are big fans. And, but you, but you also say this, um, and keep doing it, right? So it's not just a one Sunday thing. Hey, you know, I'll show up next Sunday and unlock the doors. The pastor's thinking, awesome. And then the next Sunday, you're not there. You know, do, do it in, t- take it off um, permanently. Make, make, that a, make that something that you take on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing, you know, back, back when there were Lifeway stores and Mardell and all of that kind of stuff, there would usually be the sections for pastor appreciation. And it was usually those frames that would say, you know, minister or man of God. And then it had, you know, some kind of affirming scripture verse or something like that. We're not going to dog those or whatever, but your, your pastor uh, is a preacher and like a plumber or an electrician or a painter, they have certain tools for us as pastors our tools are Bibles and books and Bible software. I, I tried to alliterate that a little bit. And, uh, and so you might, you know, your, your pastor probably has a favorite translation, certainly has a favorite translation, may have a favorite author or whatever. Uh, and so sometimes, you know, you may could just give a lifeway.com, uh, you know, gift card or an amazon.com gift card, that kind of deal. Uh, but if you know what translation he likes, or he has talked about a certain a Bible that he's been wanting to get or a book or something like that, uh, or Bible software, uh, that would be a great gift uh, as as well, beyond just the man of God uh, frame or, or artwork that you want to give. Because in, yeah. on my walls, like I, I would always display them because I was, I felt guilty if I didn't. And so I had on like every corner of my office, one of those things, minister or pastor or man of God. And, uh, and I loved them. They're neat. Uh, but I really appreciate it when, you know, somebody is saying, Hey, you know, is there a book series that you've been trying to get or a commentary set that you've been trying to get? Can I help get a couple of those or, or whatever? Um, or here's some money towards that. And, uh, and so that can be a small ask or it can grow into a big ask if it's something like logos or, you know, accordance, something like that. Uh, but then that leads into some more tangible uh, things and we're not going to go through each and every one of them. We'll put this in the show notes, but uh, it, just look at your pastor's car uh, or your pastor's wife, uh, her car. And you know, I had a member back at Mayhill that saw that Rebecca's tires were were getting a little worn. We're getting close to that point where he just said, you know, I want my pastor's family to know that they're going to get to where they're going. And so one day he said, Hey, what are you doing today? Uh, and I was like, not much. He said, let's go eat. (laughs) And so we went to eat, but then on the way stopped at discount tire and he put four tires on my wife's car Mm, and, uh, and it was a great blessing. And so look at your pastor's car. If it's something like the truck that Kyle had, uh, it definitely needed a paint job. Uh, it certainly (laughs) needed that Texas Rangers logo to come off. 
but uh, you know, look at it. It might can be an oil change, or if you hear, you know, the it's squeaking a little bit, maybe just take it to the shop and and see if there's something you can do. Kyle. Yeah, and um, you know, the next one that you mentioned is is to kill a little debt, um, and and this is. It, we're not, we're not talking about thousands of dollars for like necessarily a car payment or, or certainly a mortgage. Um, but even if you could say, you know what, we're going to cover your, we want to cover your monthly bills for this month. Um, that's several hundred dollars. And, and you mentioned, especially as we kind of approach Christmas, um, every little bit helps. And, you know, an extra four or $500 that, that's not being spent out of pocket um, is a huge blessing for, well, for, for anybody, but especially for, for a pastor. Um, and, and as you said, I mean, we're not, we're going to cover each of these. We'll put the, the uh, uh, link to this in the show notes, but just some really, well, what I like uh, the, about the way you did this, Matt, is it's really practical uh, things, right? So it's not just um, kind of out there, you know, um, yes, we want to appreciate our pastor, but we don't really know how to do you, know, you really give some practical steps. Um, and, and, and you really, I mean, you, you hit it with the tools, right? Bibles, books, Bible software. Um, Logos could be several hundred dollars, um, but I, I never, um, I never sneezed at you know twenty five dollar gift cards to Amazon or Lifeway or Mardell's or something like that, because um, we're both book nerds, right? <laughs> and and in all honesty, um, you know, if you look behind me, I, I love, we, we've talked about this, we, we love coffee. Um, but I, I dare say we both have plenty of coffee mugs. And almost every pastor I know has, a, has enough coffee mugs that he ends up putting them on a shelf. <laughs> because you can only really use <laughs> so many coffee mugs. So th- those things are nice. But but if you can uh, come up with a practical way to serve him, um, that's a, th- that is uh, that will be something that, that not only um, lets him know that you appreciate him, but certainly in the way of providing handyman services or killing a little bit of debt. Um, those are things that will be remembered for a long time and will make a really big impact. And, uh, and of course, as we begin to wrap up, don't forget the spouse, don't yep. forget the kids, uh, and, and don't forget the other pastors. Uh, you know, we were senior pastors for a long uh, time and uh, also youth pastors and worship pastors and that kind of thing as well. And, and uh, don't, don't forget them either. And, uh, but especially with the spouse and the families, uh, you know, think about, you know, date nights or in, in as far as with the kids, it, it's all going to depend on where you are. You know, back when we were in Mayhill, there wasn't a whole lot that we could do uh, in the terms of entertainment. You know, we could go an hour and go to Alamogordo to the movie or the zoo that had like a, a bear on its last legs and a couple of lemurs. That was really about it at the zoo. But it was $2 too. It was $2, <laughs> man. And, uh, and so, you know, with, with that, think about where you're at. And, and it might be as simple as somebody that they trust uh, that can watch the kids, you know, either pay for the meal, you know, give them a couple of hundred bucks or whatever. So where they're going isn't an issue, you know, that kind of a deal. I was talking to Bart a while back and years ago, he had gone to a, do a funeral. And if I remember right, had gotten a hundred dollars to do it. And so he decided he was going to take Tracy, his wife out on a nice date. And so they were, they were in Allen somewhere or Plano, somewhere in that area and went to a real nice steakhouse. And he's looking at the menu and he's like, oh no, like, you know, <laughs> I guess we're getting water and I guess, you know, we're going to share the steak, you know, because it was so expensive, but, you know, think about where they're going to go and where they may want to go and where they could go and, you know, make sure 
that, you know, give them 20 bucks or whatever, you can barely get a meal these days at Taco Bell or McDonald's. So, you know, think about that. Uh, or with the kids, you know, maybe you're in a place like where we are, Dallas, Fort Worth, or where you are in Lubbock that has a few things uh, that maybe you could pay for uh, the tickets to go to Six Flags in our case, or to a football game or baseball game, something like that. Just think about and remember the kids, because the key to, to all of this is just that you really are able to show your pastor that you see what they're doing, that you care about what they're doing, and you appreciate them and their family, because they do give up a lot uh, to be your pastor. And in a smaller church, they may give up, you know, career advancement, they may give up a number of things. And, uh, and maybe there's certain things that are a struggle financially, date nights, that kind of deal. Uh, and, uh, and this is a way that you can really bless them in an incredible way, other than just the cards. And the cards are great. Praying is a must. All of this is things that we should be doing year round. But during this month, just think, so, think of some practical things and ways that you can bless your pastors and help them know that you know and you see and you care and you appreciate about what they're doing because it is an absolute joy to be a pastor. And, uh, and so just let them know that you care and you notice what God is doing. Uh, before you offer some final thoughts, I just want to remind our listeners that preview days are an important and incredible opportunity to see right up close, front row seats to all that is happening at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary and what they have to offer. And so during your visit to the preview day, you'll get to tour the campus, you'll get to speak with the professors, you'll get to attend discussions with fellow students, professors, all of that. Hear from the president, Adam Greenway, you get to experience the campus community of Southwestern Seminary. It's a great day. And really, you can kind of do this anytime. Call up Ed Stuckey or some of those guys, and they'll be happy to give you a tour of Southwestern and get to see all of this stuff. But on October 22nd, you are invited. They're rolling out the red carpet for you and anybody that may be interested in continuing their education. And so we'll put some information about that in the show notes on how you can register and also for Texas Baptist College as well. But Kyle, send us out with some final thoughts on pastor appreciation. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the big thing is just letting your pastor know that you appreciate him. And I would say um, th that's also true in November and in February and in May and in August, right? So you don't want to just do this in October and then ignore them the rest of the year too. So think of, uh, you know, maybe maybe your church goes above and beyond in October, but think of think through some ways that you can do that um, throughout the year as well. And and it can be small, you know. I know Matt and I have talked. We both love coffee, so you know, anytime somebody gave us a five dollar gift card to a coffee shop or something like that, it was always a blessing. Um, Two things before we go, you know, this has been a, this has been a tough um, few weeks in the SBC. I know y'all talked about that on the potluck this week, but but we have really good news about Annie Armstrong offering uh, the highest ever and really good news about the cooperative program. And I'm, I know y'all are going to talk about that on the EC as well. But but let's um, if, if you've not already seen those, go look up those articles on Baptist Press. Really, really exciting news and, and good things happening um, in the SBC right now. Uh, God bless you. Uh, pastors, we appreciate you. If we can do anything to encourage you, don't, don't hesitate to reach out. And until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. We want to connect with you on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Until next week, we encourage you to check out csbible.com to learn about the Christian Standard Bible, our favorite translation for its blend of readability and accuracy. Have a great day and God bless. What's wrong with you people?